Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Besides rare finds, secret shows, whether it's a musty concert or a must-have coin, curious types crave interesting experiences. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. Immersive technology has long been thought of as something that is primarily used by gamers and other entertainment applications. Billions of dollars have been spent on advancing the components that make up the technology, but it is still considered niche. Is it a technology that is in search of an application or just a killer app? To help me answer that question, I have with me today Mark Sage, the Executive Director of the Augmented Reality for Enterprise Alliance or AREA. Visit mauser.com slash empowering dash innovation to listen to the full episode. Hi, Ramona. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. We're so happy to have you here today. You have helped millions, well, millions, right, thousands of businesses right now work on their leadership and help their teams be the best they can possibly be. And it's interesting. We talked before the interview how a lot of businesses have this misconception that they're rocking and rolling in the leadership perspective. And then they begin to find out, oh, not so much. And yeah. so you go out there and help them figure out where their flaws might be and where they can get better in that. Uh, yeah. So before we go there, uh, just share a little bit with our audience how you got started in this arena. Yeah, I'd love to. First off, thank you for having me. I'm excited to speak to you today. Oh, I'm excited to have you too. So I got started, it, my background is in private equity and I was kind of thrown into a leadership role fairly early on. And I had one boss in Europe and one boss that were co-heading the department in Singapore. And so I was in the US by myself starting to build up a team and lead a team. And I noticed over time that I got more and more stressed out and I mm. felt like things weren't just smoothly coming along as I had an experience at that in the career, my career in the past. 
and at that point I realized I think I need to get some help and learn how to properly lead. And I got myself a coach and I noticed through this process how my approach as a leader, how I showed up, how I led the team, did like a 180 shift. Wow. And so looking back, I can recognize how I probably fall into every single pitfall you could possibly fall in as a new manager. <laughs> and out of coming out of this message with this, the quote of where you have the biggest masses, where you have the biggest message mm. is having gone through this journey and now, you know, looking back and then helping people with in the company, but now you know, building my own business and helping leaders across a diverse range of businesses and industries mm-hmm. to, to embark and embrace leadership and just show up the best they can for themselves, for their team and the organization. That's awesome. And it's interesting because we were talking before the interview that I, I started using Glassdoor myself as a consultant looking out there like, where do businesses need to touch up? And I would go in and talk to employees, but sometimes they don't always tell you because they feel like, well, if I tell you, you might go back and tell my manager or the bosses and I might get fired. So I'm not going to tell you everything, but you can tell that they're leaving stuff out. But Glassdoor is this wonderful, I don't know if anyone's heard of it out there, but check it out, glassdoor.com. It allows you to go check out a business and give your own referral as an employee. And it's great if you're not only a consultant, but if you are the owner of the business to go out there and say, what are people saying about us? What can we do better? What do you find working with businesses that they don't realize as far as leadership goes in their own leadership? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, so Glassdoor is a great tool that increases transparency in that sense. Um, so one of the things that I find comes up all the time is this assumption that someone gets promoted and we're all congratulating that person mm-hmm. um, for now taking on a leadership role for the first time and everyone's excited. That person in itself is super excited. And then, you know, on the outside, they're showing uh, celebrate, they're getting celebrated and they're looking forward, they're updating their LinkedIn profile and they're looking forward to it. And <laughs> Most of us on the inside then in that moment recognize like, so wait a second, um, I have no idea what I'm doing, right? How am I supposed to lead the team? How am I supposed to have my one-on-one meetings? Mm-hmm. How do I get them engaged? How do I deal with conflict? Possibly even they were promoted from being a former peer to now leading the team or some mm-hmm. additional challenge that comes along. And what I found is that People have this assumption often, especially experienced people who have a lot of leadership experience to them, this comes so natural that yeah. they think, well, you get promoted and you just start leading. It's a bit like the light switch just yeah. turned on. When in fact, leadership is more like a dimmer. Mm. Dim, you start on Monday leading a team it's not switched, right? So it actually needs a lot of guidance um, and support along the way, which in that initial phase of someone entering a leadership career, that's also where learning is highest because people are alert. They're, they're aware that they're all eyes are on them and their performance mm-hmm. to help them through that way and give them necessary support and resources to shape good habits, effective habits mm-hmm. as they're being built versus 10, you know, 10, 15 years down the road, saying, okay, we're inviting you now. Now you're VP. Now we're inviting you to a leadership development or executive coaching or some kind of process. And now let's look at the habits that you've built over the last 10 years mm-hmm. and course correct. That is really wow. hard. So that's one of the pitfalls that I see is assumption that leadership just comes natural and yeah, and it's go. Not- have fun yeah. with it. <laughs> yeah. It's funny you say that because uh, many years ago when I first got my first management position, I thought I'm a pretty good leader because I lead myself pretty darn good. Yeah. <laughs> but I know myself very well, right? So, um, but then I got this crew of eight people and they didn't know me and they're like, 
We don't have to listen to you. And on top of it, having had managers that were kind of over, you know, over top of me and, and super micromanaging, I was like, I'm not going to be like that. I'm going to be really cool. I'm going to be their friend. And so I came in, I was like, uh, could you like, give me these copies, please? And I was real meek and mild mannered and they just trampled all over me. Mm-hmm. And it took me about eight months to really build their trust and to yeah. build their respect and, and coming out of my shell with it's okay to say, Hey, we're going to do this and get behind me, but also be and realize my first thing, and this was really good, uh, Ramona, my first thing as our team is we had to put together this big project. And because I was brand new and I was really, you know, uncomfortable with the managing role, I, I told the people that were working with me here, this is what we're going to do, blah, blah, blah. And they just all fell apart. They didn't do what I asked them to do. The, the project was a big failure. And I thought, well, this is, this is me. It starts at the top. I was given this project to give my team. If they didn't perform, it's on me. What did I do wrong? Um, so, you know, uh, what do you think about that perspective? Someone coming in, they're not used to managing. How do they begin to get a handle of what proper leadership is? Yeah. So there's two things that I would, um, encourage to, to kind of take in. One is what you said, actually you took ownership in that moment, right? It's on me. And it, that, uh, that mindset shift that needs to happen of, hey, I, you said it, like I was really good leading myself. So the self-leadership is usually what gets people to be promoted in the first place. Mm-hmm. But that me mindset of I'm performing, um, I'm doing good, I got it, I, I'm the expert. And so if I solve it, it will be a success. Mm-hmm. That works until you start your leadership career. And at that point, there needs to be this shift in mindset mm-hmm. of now this is about the people. Mm-hmm. So how do I help the people be successful? Mm-hmm. Like I'm in that position, shifting mindset to, to seeing how do I support the people on my team mm-hmm. without stepping in to problem solve all the time, right? Yeah. So once you go in and you're like, oh, I can help you. Do you have a question? Let me fix it. Let me tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. Then you're likely going to feel stressed out. It's too much on your shoulders, but also the team doesn't feel empowered because now they're just, yeah. now they're just executing your orders, whether or not they're, they're agreeing with it or not, right? They're agreeing in agreement with it. Yeah. And and so that big mindset shift of now it's about others. It's the one thing that I see is the hardest for people, even people who have 10, 15, 20 years of leadership experience, they sometimes still struggle with this um, because it's a success formula all their lives. It's been about how they can accomplish things and that's what made them successful. And all of a sudden, they're supposed to look at this different. It's hard. Mm. Yeah, it's hard. It really is. It really is. What what happened for me, and was a really good tool for me, is looking at one of my best managers I had personally. And what I noticed about him is he did just what you said, is that every single team member, he would look at their strengths and he would play to that. Okay, you're good at this. You're going to do that. Me, I like to go on the edge and kind of learn and grow. So I was taking Spanish courses. So he said, okay, you take care of all the Spanish clients now I'm like whoa dude first Spanish (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome but you you know he gave that to you you felt empowered I'm like oh my god this guy trusts me in in me handling it and I'm sure your learning curve just spiked yeah exactly motivation and engagement too exactly and what was interesting about this particular manager is that everyone felt that they could do their best they felt trusted they could work out deals with clients and then now here's the shift we had a new manager she's a woman I think it was a first leadership role and she really wants to prove herself she became super micro manager and I was the one that did the performance checks on all of the client and they said okay for performance report send it in blah 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 so I sent it into the controller 
it went 80% down when she took over. And wow. she was like, what, what, what was going on here? I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing everything I can. And see, that's the sad part is she is doing everything she can, but she's not letting her team do everything they can. And the yep. people that work for her, they've got, she's got resources, awesome people that know how to do their job. She needs to trust them so they could trust her. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's one of the things that when people come to me and I say, I need some help with time management, I just have too much on my plate. I'm constantly putting out fires. Mm. That to me like rings the bell of let me let's talk about how you delegate. Let's talk about how you what what happens when a problem arises. Are you going to right, are you going to solve it? Are you taking it on? Does someone come to you and say, like, hey, I have this problem? And because you feel like the expert, you probably are, you think, oh, let me solve this for mm -hmm. you. That employee walks back out and thinks, that was easy. My boss is just taking care of it and he will solve it. Mm. Sounded like a win-win, right? The, the, uh, the boss felt good because he was able to step in and solve it. And the employee mm -hmm. felt good because the problem is off his, his chest, his shoulders. But what happens if you have five employees who all start doing this because it builds a pattern? It worked really well. Mm. But then at some point, the boss will just be putting out fires, fires left and right and not be okay. able to, to give support and to empower them to, do, to solve the problems on you know, themselves yeah. and then have the higher level thinking of doing the strategic uh, planning of, okay, what is, my, what is Christine's um, strength and how do I now allocate work to her? What does she need? Who needs attention in terms mm -hmm. of coaching yeah. along the way or even team building and growth and all those kind of questions just get buried under the fires that need to be put out on a daily basis. No, you're absolutely right. And in fact, what was interesting about this great manager I had is he would say to you, if you came in with a problem, great, what's your plan B and C? Yeah. Plan B? <laughs> yeah, I didn't have that. I thought you had that. No, that's you. Well, what do you have? Yeah. Bring it to the table. What are your plan B and C? And, yeah. you know, we used to be like, oh, we have to think of plan B and C. But it got us excited because we were, okay, here's my plan. Boom. Here's my other plan. Boom. He's like, okay, let's try B. Okay, B's not working. Let's try C. And yeah. so he was always keeping us on the edge. But, you know, we felt I used to love to go to work every Monday at this place because of his leadership. And wow. Yeah. So, yeah. And so what can people, business owners, um, maybe you work in a company and you're a leader, what can you do to get a handle on where you're at? Where is your temperature at as far as your leadership skills? Where do you start to get a um, feeling of where you're at? Yeah, so two suggestions. One is simply the way I start every coaching engagement is by doing a 360 degree feedback assessment, which means that we're looking at getting, getting input from everyone that they're not everyone, but from peers and from team members and from other stakeholders and the manager to see how are they perceiving us because we're working with blind spots. We all have them. So the things we don't know, we don't know mm. are the blind spots. And mm. The only way to uncover them is with a coach who asks questions that no one would ever ask us, we would never think about, or by looking at feedback from people to get an insight into how do they perceive me. So I might think I am really like strong and confident and I nail this and I'm great. And other people think I'm uh, a very typical, be like I'm an arrogant leader who is not compassionate. Mm -hmm. Right. So it was like, oh my goodness, I thought this was my strength. And people love this about me. Then it's like realizing in this particular situation with a team member is actually not effective. Mm. That's the first is like if you possibly can get a coach or if you can do this within your organization to just to get feedback from people that you work with to, to expand your horizon, tap into those blind spots. Yeah. Um, and also hidden strength, right? Things that we come to us really natural. We don't 
think that they're anything special. And then other people say like, she is great. I have a client who says, everyone says she is great at communicating a vision and inspiring us. And she says, I, I never thought of that. So we start exploring how can you break, do more of that? What responsibilities, projects, initiatives can you take on for the company to bring more of the strength to your work, which gives visibility and, and yeah. you know, opportunity increases likelihoods for promotions and so forth. Yeah. So that's one. And then if you, if that's not a possibility, then this concept of feed forward, which was by the e, um, executive coach, pretty famous and uh, guy, author and, and consultant named Marshall Goldsmith, who introduced this concept, uh, decades ago, a feed forward, which is not to ask for feedback, but to ask people for advice. So let's say you're thinking, you know, this week, what didn't work so well was maybe the presentation I gave to this client. I wonder, kind of the results or the outcome wasn't as I expected. And then think, okay, let me tap into this for a little bit. And instead of asking like, hey, what did you think about my performance? Where people start hesitating and giving mm. feedback, especially if you are the boss. Yes. People may kind of sugarcoat the feedback yeah. and are not quite sure how transparent they can be. The way to switch this is to ask for feed forward, which means not to ask how did I do, but hey, next time you have a presentation, what would you advise me to do? Ooh, I like or, that better, yeah. Or, or say, hey, I'm, I'm struggling with... Mm-hmm. time management or with, with, you know, figuring out how to be effective with my emails. What advice would you have for me? How, what works for you? Wow. Right. That's so it's great. a very open dialogue. It just increases this open, it, yeah. transparent conversation without any like constraints of the yeah. feedback, that feedback has. Yeah, I love that because it empowers the other person they're talking to to say, hey, I value your thoughts and how you see what's going on here. And I'm going to take that into consideration, see how I can implement that. And if you could do that on all sides, everyone grows. I love that. And, and as well as the when you said prior, you know, that uh, what, even your feedback, getting even feedback from them, but allowing a, a open, transparent place where people feel okay to give their value to, you know, opinions and thoughts. Yeah. It would be a good, a good step. Cause I, I see a lot of businesses say, Oh yeah, we value everyone. And then I talk to the employees and they're like, yeah, if we say anything, we're fired. They talk behind our back. La la yeah. la. I was like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You got to work yeah. on that. Peeps. Yeah. So it's exactly. an so, process. Go. So that's actually an important point because once someone gives advice, the only thing you want to say is thank you. That's right. Thank you for the advice and take a note. I take this into consideration, not to start arguing or not to say that's actually not good advice or this or defend, work. Uh, get defensive, yeah. la la la. Ex- yeah. Exactly, because that will um, crush the whole idea. I know. It's <laughs> like, well, forward. I'm not saying that again. Okay. No way. Exactly. <laughs> um, exactly. So thank you. Write a note. I will take this into consideration. This was helpful, and that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Well, this has been fabulous advice for all business owners out there and maybe even, even employees or managers who want to be better leaders because we can all be better leaders in our lives and in our, in our company and our businesses and in our job. And I want to thank you. Where can people go find out more about you, work with you? How can they do that? Yeah, uh, absolutely. So I'm fairly active on LinkedIn under Ramona Shaw. I also have a website, RamonaShaw.com, and I have a free masterclass called How to Become the Confident High-Performing Boss People Love to Work For, and that it, there's a lot of good content, uh, free content available for someone to just tap into it a little bit further. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Ramona. Everyone, please go to RamonaShaw.com, and thank you so much for sharing your value and wisdom today on Savvy Broadcasting. Thank you, Chrissy. 
B-Side's rare finds, secret shows. Whether it's a must-see concert or a must-have coin, curious types crave interesting experiences. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. Why choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? Because our Sleep Number 360 smart bed is really smart. It senses your movement and automatically adjusts to help keep you both comfortable. Plus, it's temperature balancing so you stay cool. It's even smart enough to know exactly how long, how well, and when you slept. And to help you get almost 30 minutes more restful sleep per night. Sleep Number takes care of the science. All you have to do is sleep. Save $1,000 on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed Queen now only $19.99. Plus free premium home delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.